You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. So, Steve, did Ava Gardner and Howard Hughes have a good relationship? Well, they did until he dislocated her jaw. What? Well, don't worry. She hit him back with an ashtray. From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hello and welcome to Triviality, the show where lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Matt and I will be hosting this special episode of our Simpsons Tournament. This is episode two. If you missed episode one, it's right there in your feed. So just click back and check that out. Um, The way this works, we're going to have a tournament style. This is group two. We have six contestants. The top two will be moving on to the final round. Uh, Joining me today, keeping score and not knowing anything about The Simpsons, is Neil. How's it going, Neil? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, In between the first episode and this episode, one week, I tried to watch as much Simpsons as I could, but uh, about 10 minutes was just not enough to watch, you know, Mm -hmm. all the seasons. So I tried, though. Yeah, it's tough on Disney Plus when you want to watch it uh, with The Mandalorian there and so many of the other, you know, movies and... And different stuff is there's like like seven Herbie Love Bug movies on there, so I understand how you can get distracted from time to time. Yeah, but I I do enjoy. Uh, I hope there's some celebrity cameo questions possibly in this round. Uh, that is one thing that uh, I appreciate the Simpsons for. There's always some great celebrity cameos, so uh, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll get some Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger questions. Probably not though. Um, so that's, uh, that is kind of going to be how the game works. Uh, this game is brought to you by all our supporters at Patreon, patreon.com slash triviality podcast. Um, all of the contestants, I believe are Patreon supporters and we always appreciate everyone who can donate whatever they can. There's lots of different perks, lots of bonus episodes, uh, posters, uh, character boxes. Um, am I missing anything, Neil? What no, else can you um, get as being a Patreon supporter? Right, everything you said. Love um, and support. Most important, uh, I guess you get a lot of extra uh, audio content. So uh, different um, interviews that we've done with some guests or uh, just fun sort of episodes where we can be a little bit more unfiltered. Uh, but we, we very much appreciate all the support uh, of people on Patreon. Um, and it really allows us to do things like this where we can continually put out these uh, these new trivia tournaments, which have been great. Uh, just 
extra content, not just one episode, but you get three out of it. And um, it, it means a lot, especially during uh, during this time, uh, which has made it a little bit harder for us to record, but we've, uh, we've been go- getting through it and uh, learning some new things. So it's been fun to continually get inside your ears, uh, which now, I, as I say it, it sounds very creepy, but but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's really weird that we can say during this time, and that could mean like seven different things, and it's always evergreen content because there's always something happening now. Um, there you so go. That's, <laughs> that's where we are, apparently. Um, so with all that out of the way, let's meet our contestants. Um, joining us first today is going to be John. John, how's it going today? It's going well. I'm pretty excited to be here. Awesome. Where are you Skyping in from? Uh, I'm I'm I live in Jersey now, but I'm originally from St. Louis. I saw one of our contestants has a bleed blue and I'm a pretty big hockey fan, so I know you guys <laughs> I know you guys aren't fan of fans of the blues, but Yeah. You know, hockey barely exists right now, so so we're we're okay with it. And apparently the Blackhawks the Blackhawks are gonna be in the playoffs because they're just letting everyone in so so Woo. I guess that's good for us. <laughs> uh what's your favorite episode of The Simpsons, John? Uh I I figured you were going to ask this. Uh, I'm actually really torn between two uh, New York city versus Homer Simpson and Homer, the Smithers. Mm-hmm. Both of them are fantastic Homer episodes, but I mean the, the New York city one uh, there's just so many times where I die laughing yeah. even, even now having watched it multiple times. <laughs> I always think that when people ask us if we have a bathroom at my Starbucks now, I say no, only, only crop uh, no bathroom. So, uh, exactly. so good luck, <laughs> good luck, John. Uh, thanks for being here. Um, our next contestant is going to be Matt. How's it going, Matt? It's going pretty well. Also excited to try this. Hopefully, I don't embarrass myself. So that's the goal. <laughs> awesome. Where are you skyping in from? Uh, I'm from uh, Wichita, Kansas. So. All right. Awesome. And what's your favorite episode of The Simpsons? Uh, my favorite would be uh, You Only Move Twice, the James Bond parody. Yeah, I think that's my favorite, too. It's a it's a pretty classic. Uh, and the first game I asked uh, what Homer's uh, dream was to own the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And he only got the Denver Broncos, which was actually pretty great because they won the Super Bowl the next year. That's true. Awesome stuff. So good luck, Matt. Uh, also joining us today is Paul. Paul has been on the show quite a few times now. How's it going, Paul? You are muted, Paul. You know, I say you've been on the show a few times, and then you hey, there forget, it goes. <laughs> forget to unmute. He was, he was eating that uh, that white bread and dipping it in water, right? <laughs> I'm doing all right here. Thanks for having me again. All right, and you are you're also from New Jersey, right? I am. Yep, yep. Down the Central Shore area, Brick Township. Hey, John, where are you from? Oh, I live in the Burlington area. Oh, okay. All right. Couple couple of Jersey boys. Uh, and, uh, and and to to answer your question, uh, Lisa's wedding. All right, absolutely. It's so so much good stuff in there in the uh, well, in in the future of 2010. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of the some of the timeline stuff uh, gets blown up a little bit when they do things like that 90s show or whatever that episode was, where they decided that Homer was in college in the 90s. But we don't talk about that because this is going to be seasons one through ten, <laughs> so we're going to ignore that. All right. Good luck today, Paul. Also joining us is Danny. How's it going, Danny? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Uh, where are you Skyping in from? Uh, I'm from just outside of St. Louis. I'm the the person with the We All Bleed Blue towel of a little town called Washington. Awesome. And what is your favorite episode? 
Uh, a couple of mine have already been named. You only moved twice. Uh, New York City versus Homer Simpson, but number three on the list would probably be Marge versus the Monorail. Mm, another classic. It's oh, been brought absolutely. up a few times. Awesome. Well, good luck today, Danny. Also joining Thank us you. is a familiar voice for uh, Triviality <laughs> listeners. How's it going, Eddie? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me on the show. No problem. Uh, what? And you're joining us from, I always get this wrong, Scotland, right? Scotland, yep. I'm recent in for Scotland. As you can tell, possibly by your accent a little bit. My uh, accent does slightly give it away, yep. <laughs> you got your Scottish flag bringing you good luck today, hopefully? I hope so. I desperately hope I get a single question, right, as I desperately try to remember anything about the show. All right. Well, setting the bar low is usually a good way to do that. Uh, what's your favorite episode of The Simpsons? Uh, it's really hard to pick just one, uh, but aside from some of the ones that have already been named, I've always had a soft spot for Camp Krusty. Mm. I just think it's, there is just so much great stuff in there. It's a, it's a, effectively, it's a kind of... A, uh, yeah, the Cam Crossy and also Das Boot, the Lord of the Flies parody. Mm-hmm. Both of those are just terrific. Mm-hmm. And they were rescued by, oh, let's say Mo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Great episode. Good luck today, Eddie. And Thank finally you. joining us is Larry. Now, Larry, this is your first appearance on the show, is that correct? That's correct. All right. Larry is my brother. So we'll get that out of the way. There's, and I didn't give him the questions ahead of time. So if he does well, you know, there's no. <laughs> so there's nothing there. Uh, Larry, where are you Skyping in from? Uh, Chicago, Illinois. All right. Neil, you're a little familiar with Chicago, possibly? Uh, yeah, just a little bit familiar. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just a little outside. Uh, Larry, what is your favorite episode of The Simpsons? Uh, well, my two favorites have already been said. You Only Move Twice and uh, Marge vs. the Monorail are great episodes. Uh, I'm a little embarrassed that I can't remember the name of the episode, but the uh, critic crossover with mm-hmm. the festival is uh, an absolute classic. Yeah, I felt I felt like we – I mean, growing up, we watched a ton <laughs> of the critic um, – more than we I, I didn't, that age. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know anybody else was super into the critic, but uh, especially moving out here to LA now, and I meet some of these writers, and it's just like I understand why the critic is <laughs> not popular with the masses, but very popular out here on the West Coast. Um, but yeah, good good luck today, Larry. Uh, so those are our contestants. Um, I'm going to be asking 15 questions, and the contestants with the two highest scores will be moving on to the final to face off against Danny and Joe. Uh, any questions? Any questions about anything we're doing today, guys? I will take your silence as compliance, and we are going to move on and start asking these questions. All right, uh, Neil will be keeping score and checking in from time to time. Um, and are you guys all ready? I'm seeing some thumbs up. So let's get going with question one. Question one. What is the name of the candy that Homer grabs off the babysitter's pants in Homer Badman? Seems like everyone is locked in. We'll start with John. What did you say? Uh, the gummy Venus de Milo. All right. And Matt? Also the gummy Venus de Milo. Paul? Yep. Gummy Venus de Milo. Danny? Gummy Venus de Milo. Eddie? It's the Gummy Venus de Milo. And Larry? That's the Gummy Venus de Milo. And the answer is the Gummy Venus de Milo. Great job, everyone. Good start. Good start. 
Always good to get off on a on a strong start. Um, so also from that episode, uh, question two: What was the name of the rock bottom segment based on Groundskeeper Willie? All right, so let's go through. John, what did you say? Rowdy, rowdy peeper. Uh, Matt, mm, that's better than mine. I just said peeping Willie. All right, and Paul. John got it. Rowdy, rowdy peeper. Danny. All I could think of was portrait of an ass grabber. So I, I had to tap. <laughs> also a great segment. Uh, Eddie. Yeah. He's rowdy, rowdy peeper. And Larry. I had nothing. I couldn't come mm-hmm. with that one. All right. The answer was rowdy, rowdy peeper. And you could tell he was a bad guy based on the music. Apparently. <laughs> So great job there. Uh, question three. I was on a little bit of a willy kick when I was writing these, apparently. Um, in The Shinning, what time does Willie tell Bart not to read his thoughts? Because that's Willie's time. Not to be confused with Big Willie style, right, Matt? The Will Smith album? Correct. <laughs> Which you should only listen to between this time. Big Willie style is actually the first CD I ever purchased. Fun fact. It was a good CD. I mean, you had Miami, Big Willie style, mm-hmm. and the other songs. Just the two, Just of, the two us. of us, right? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Him and future superstar Jaden Smith. I'm not going to take forever on this. I'll, I'll lock in a, a stab here. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, everybody is locked in. John, what did you say? I honestly could not 100% remember this, but I feel like it rhymed. So I believe he said between eight and nine because that's Willie's time. <laughs> okay, Matt. Yeah, I had a similar thought, and I also went with eight and nine. Paul? Uh, I I went with between six and seven. Uh, All right. And Danny? I really hope between eight and nine is right, because that's what I wrote down. And Eddie? I feel like seven's one of them, but I couldn't remember the other one. I said five and seven with no confidence. And Larry? Uh, I said six and 630. I'm not sure why. All right. Uh, no points there. It's actually, um, don't go reading my thoughts between four and five, because that's Willie's time. As a kid, I didn't quite get that joke, but, you know, it starts to make sense as you get older. <laughs> oh, I, now I see. Now I get it. Look at that. Yeah, there you go. The first time you heard the joke, because you probably didn't see the episode. Moving on to question four. What is the name of the musical Bart, Lisa, and Marge see while in New York? Everybody appears to be locked in. So we'll start with John. What did you say? Uh, I can't believe I said this was my favorite episode and I cannot remember this. It <laughs> has to do with cats. I think I'm just locking with cats. Okay. And Matt? Uh, I went with uh, checking in the Betty Ford story. Okay. And Paul? Uh, I, I just put down checking in. Okay. Danny? I tapped, but I think it, it, it came to me before they started talking. I think it's kicking it, but I already tapped. Okay. Uh, Addy? I had absolutely nothing on this. I just said Phantom of the Opera. I knew that all. <laughs> That's very different. Different play there. Uh, Larry, what'd you say? Uh, I'm checking in is probably right. Uh, I wrote down Cats. I know they did a parody at some point, but I think it was a different episode. Mm-hmm. There definitely was a Cats parody at some point, and Checking In was the song that he sings, um, but the musical was Kicking It, a musical journey through the Betty Ford Clinic. Uh, so Matt was really close, um, 
Do we get points there? Who's the, who said someone said kicking it, right? Uh, Danny's. I think Danny said kicking it, but he had tapped early, but he was uh, the only yeah, one. It, I didn't get it till they started talking about. Uh, oh, he didn't. Okay. So yeah. So I guess that'd yeah. be no points then for everyone. So just a clean, clean wipe there. Gotcha. Well, let's hope that this next question brings us some points. It's a little bit of an easier one. Uh, in Lemon of Troy, what code name does Martin give for his pairing with Nelson? Another great episode with the turnip tree of Shelbyville. Oh, this is absolutely one of my favorite episodes. I love, I love every minute of this. Questions as useless as that lemon-shaped rock. <laughs> if uh, if anyone's a fan of Simpsons posting, there's there's so much of the the lemon face from this episode, which is pretty great. Um, so it looks like everybody is locked in. Uh, John, what did you say? Uh, it's funny. I actually belonged to a disc, uh, a server one time, that, a chat server, that had this name, Team Discovery Channel. All right. And Matt? I was not a part of a Discord server, but I did know it was Team Discovery Channel. All right. Paul? Yeah, 100% Team Discovery Channel. And Danny? I had nothing. Okay. Addy? Absolutely Team Discovery Channel. Much to Nelson's chagrin. <laughs> and Larry uh, Team Discovery Channel is correct but I wrote down Bell and Sebastian uh, uh, that, that would have also worked yeah that's true uh, the answer was Team Discovery Channel uh, yeah Martin was pretty proud of that name so after five questions what are the scores Neil all right. After five questions, uh, tied uh, for third place is uh, Danny and Larry uh, with uh, one point uh, in second place currently is Matt with two points and tied for first are Addie, Paul and John with three points apiece. Hey there, I'm Dylan Lewis, one of the hosts of Motley Fool Money. Each weekday on Motley Fool Money, we talk through the business news you need to know and the stories moving stocks on Wall Street. On weekends, we dive into the industries shaping tomorrow and host the experts, authors, and executives that understand them. Tune in for insights, a long-term perspective on investing, and of course, stock ideas, plenty of them. To quote a listener, it pays to listen. Check us out and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Jane Perlez, longtime foreign correspondent and former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. I've been a foreign correspondent in lots of places, Somalia, Indonesia, Pakistan, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I mean, China is not dropping anti-democratic paratroopers into Montana. But of course, we did see things like the weather balloon slash spy balloon riveting the whole country for a week. This is Face Off, an eight-part series in which we'll take you behind the scenes to key moments in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. We'll speak with a diplomat, a spy, a tech reporter, a U.S. admiral, even Yo-Yo Ma. Plus, my pal and noted China historian Rana Mitter joins the conversation. We'll look at what's driving the two nations apart and explore whether anything can help bring them back together. Face-Off launches April 9th. All right. So we will move on to question six. On new billboard day, Homer sees ads for English muffins, best in the West barbecue sauce, and this. All right, everyone is locked in. John, what did you say? I got everything the billboards told me to get, but I'm not going to sign up for that stupid clown college. Right, <laughs> clown Matt? college is what it is. <laughs> All right, Matt. 
Yeah, I, I, I went with Clown College as well. All right, Paul? Clown College? I can't eat that. <laughs> Danny? Yep, Clown College. And Eddie? Yep, you can't eat that. It's Clown College. And Larry? It's obviously Clown College. <laughs> the answer was Krusty's Clown College, which is the billboard that uh, for the community college we went to, right, Larry? Is that accurate? It was, yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Somewhat similar. All right, moving on. What is the name of the Boy Scouts-esque group that Bart joins in Boy Scouts in the Hood? All right. It appears that everyone has locked in. John, what did you say? The Junior Campers. Uh, Matt. This took me way too long. I had Junior in my head the whole time, and I kept wanting to say Junior Rangers, but I finally remembered it is Junior Campers. Paul? Yep, Junior Campers. Danny? Junior Campers. All right. Eddie? I just could not remember this at all, so I had nothing. And Larry? I had campers. I went with Lil Campers. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer was Junior Campers. So some of you guys remembered to not do what Donnie Don't does, I believe. Is how that yeah, the, the 10 do's and 500 <laughs> don'ts of like safety. <laughs> one of I my just, favorite. I was just going to say, I just remembered it's one of my favorite Nelson insults, Campers Pampers. And then they steal his clothes and he doesn't care. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What a great episode. All right. Moving on to another one of my favorite episodes. In Bart versus Australia, how much does Bart's collect call with Tobias cost the child's father, prompting him to alert the prime minister? I kind of wish that I asked this on the first game because Danny is from Australia and I wanted to ask if she knew the prime minister. (laughs) All right. Appears that everyone is locked in. John, what did you say? Uh, I came into this so confident, now I'm questioning myself, so I'm just going to roll with my initial answer, which is $312. All right. Matt? I didn't have a very good answer. I just said $1,000. Paul? $900 dues. <laughs> uh, Danny? Well, Paul stole my thunder, but yes, $900 dues. Oh, damn it. I, I said $500 dues. And Larry? It's $900 dues. Yes, the answer was $900 dues, which is my favorite explanation of anything that's expensive ever. Uh, that's, that episode has, uh, it was actually banned in Australia for a little bit. Apparently they didn't, they didn't like their, uh, their representation <laughs> as much. So but. they gave it the boot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a, a slight kick with a wingtip, I believe. I believe it's a wingtip. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, question nine. In 2001 Greyhounds, what actor is Mr. Burns reminded of when the dogs are able to stand on their hind legs? This is a deep Hollywood reference even for me after looking up the answer. Wow. I'm tapping out, yeah. I'm embarrassed if I'm clearly the only one who actually know this. Yeah, I had, when I when I first was like, wait, who is that? I Googled it because I thought it was a made-up name forever, and I realized it was a real person. Um, and if, if Neil can give any background on this person, I'd actually be super, super impressed. But uh, uh, So let's go through the answers. John, what did you say? I would also like to know who he is. I just know his name is Rory Calhoun. All right, Matt. I also have no idea who he is, but I know that it is Roy Calhoun. Paul? Yeah, I'm going to want Neil's explanation too. But uh, yeah, they were all standing up like a bunch of Rory Calhouns. 
Danny? Yeah, Rory Calhoun still no idea who the heck that is. So. <laughs> and Eddie? I remember it now, but I couldn't remember it at the time, so I had nothing. All right, and Larry? It's uh, Rory Calhoun, always standing. <laughs> yeah, the answer was Rory Calhoun. Uh, Neil, do you have any idea who that is? Yeah, um, Rory, Rory Calhoun. He was like an actor. He was in a lot of uh, a lot of westerns. Um, he was in a show called The Texan, um, and uh, he knew David O. Selznick pretty well. Uh, but he had a supporting role in um, How to Marry a Millionaire with uh, uh, Marilyn Monroe. So it, it wasn't. He's sort of like a character actor. So it was just kind of a random reference. I didn't even realize that The Simpsons would go that deep. But I know they they do have a lot of references like that. So. Yeah, the writers loved putting old-timey references in Mr. Burns' mouth. Like that was like they they would just think of the most random thing that they could think of, and and that's what Mr. Burns was there for most of the time. Yeah, uh, there's a, a great yeah, reference uh, for people. It's kind of a deep thing, but um, L.A. Confidential. Uh, here's a really long side note. L.A. Confidential, uh, you know, film noirish movie about. Um, 40s Los Angeles, but um, the confidential in the title is based sort of on the uh, um, the rag called Confidential, which uh, was sort of like a TMZ of the time. And this guy, Roy Calhoun, um, he was uh, widely known uh, because his mugshot was on it, like in the mid 50s. So um, he was on Confidential. So that's the kind of information you can only get from Triviality, apparently. There you go. So. <laughs> I'm glad we could share that. Uh, question 10. In A Fish Called Selma, which guest star voices Agent MacArthur Parker? The episode with the classic. I ordered a Zima, not emphysema. I remember Zima. <laughs> they're, they're kind of back. I mean, if you think about White Claw being just flavored Zima. It's only a matter of time before Zima is in Urban Outfitters and everyone's buying it along with their Polaroid cameras and, and vinyl. <laughs> Clear Pepsi. Yeah. Crystal Pepsi, right? Um, yeah, I've got no. I'm just going to have to tap out again. This is embarrassing, uh, but I've got nothing. All right. Everyone is locked in. Uh, John, what did you say? I was so afraid that I wasn't going to be, be able to remember his name. I can remember everything about him, every movie that he's in, but it's Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> that you uh, found a way. Uh, Matt, what did you say? I said something wrong. Uh, I was hoping it had something to do with a fish called Wanda, and so I just went with John Cleese. Right, Paul. Uh, yep, Jeff Goldblum. Danny. Yeah, Malcolm himself, Jeff Goldblum. And Eddie. I'm in a really bad run at the moment. I, I couldn't remember this one either. I had nothing. Right. And Larry. Uh, it was a different episode, but I was thinking Rip Torn. <laughs> that would be a very different uh, voice there. So it was Jeff Goldblum. So good job to those who had it. Okay, so after 10 questions, it looks like uh, Addie and Larry both have four points. Uh, right above them is Matt with five. And then our top three at the moment, uh, Danny with six, John with seven, and with that last question taking the lead, Paul with eight. So very close. Question 11. What is the name of McBain's partner's boat that he purchased before his untimely death at the hands of some of Mendoza's henchmen? Neil, did you ever see the the actual McBain movie? No, I haven't. This is the character I was talking about. Yeah, last so they originally just named him McBain, um, but then they were asked to stop using it because a movie came out also called McBain, which was not related, and it's like a a basic uh, Schwarzenegger style action movie. Oh wow, and it's got Christopher Walken in it. How about that? Nineteen ninety one. 
See, that's a good that's a good trivia fact right there. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be useful at some point in time. Did you know if you look at all the clips of the the McBain clips throughout the series, they all make one cohesive mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, you can watch it. Uh, there's like tons of YouTube like compilations that like put them all together, and you can watch the the full movie from start to finish. Neil, you had a fact you wanted to share. Uh, it's basically called Six Degrees of McBain. So McBain, 1991, with Christopher Walken, directed by a guy named James Glickenhaus, which is funny because his Wikipedia is mostly about what cars he owns. Um, but he was the executive producer of Maniac Cop, which starred Robert Zedar, who was famous for uh, his chin line, uh, who I rolled around in a wheelchair on a indie film set uh, when he demanded I buy him whiskey when I wasn't allowed to by his wife. Uh, but I did it anyway. Because I didn't want to get fired, so there, there's your, your fact. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad we got to share that today. Uh, all right, let's get back to the question, John. What did you say? Uh, I'm locking in with the live forever with a four instead of the word four. <laughs> all right, and Matt. Yeah, this one t- also took me a while, but it is. Uh, I'm pretty sure the live forever. Paul. Yep, the live forever. Danny. No, I just uh, guessed, uh, guessed the retirement. <laughs> Eddie? Despite the way I'm playing today, I swear to God, I actually do know The Simpsons, but not this one again, unfortunately. Okay, and Larry? Uh, that one is the ironic live forever. He's two days <laughs> away from retirement. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just christened his boat, the live forever. Mendoza, right? Okay, we all got it. All right, moving on. Question 12. Who does Mr. Burns get to direct his movie, A Burns for All Seasons? All right. Everyone is locked in. John, what did you say? Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what he called, what Mr. Burns calls him, but he's seen your Spielbergo. And Matt? This is non-union Mexican equivalent. <laughs> Spielbergo. And Paul? Nicely done. Seen your Spielbergo. Danny? Yep. Seen your Spielbergo. Eddie? Yep, finally managed to break the rut. Yeah, Steven Spielberg's <laughs> non-union Mexican equivalent, Senor Spielbergo. And Larry? That's uh, Senor Spielbergo. Mm-hmm. The answer was Senor Spielbergo. Uh, noting that Schindler, I believe, was good, and Senor Burns is muy mal. <laughs> Moving on to question 13. First appearing in Natural Born Kissers, what is the name of the airplane-themed restaurant that the Simpsons eat at to celebrate Marge and Homer's anniversary? I am racking my brain trying to think of this. I know I know it. I know it. But all I can think about is Mr. Burns' miniature plane that he made. The spruce moose? I almost put that, too. The spruce moose. <laughs> I'm going to have to tap. I cannot remember. Okay. Hop in. Looks like. We are all locked in. John, what did you say? Uh, I tapped. I did not have an answer. Okay. And Matt? I just tried to think of something that could be airplane related, so I just called it takeoff. Okay. Paul? Uh, I just tried to think of something that would be airplane related, so I said up, up, and away. Danny? Paul's real close. I believe it's up, up, and buffet. Eddie? I can picture it. I know it's it's like it, they sort of, the airplane sort of shakes about. They simulate turbulence for some reason. Everyone's meals go flying everywhere. I could not remember the name at all. Yeah, they tip the wings for their for their anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> Question. Uh, and then Larry, what'd you say? 
Uh, the wing tipping made me think the turbulence, but I think it's up, up, and buffet. But I read yeah. the turbulence. Yeah, when, when, when Danny said up, up, and buffet, everyone's face on the sky was like, oh, that's what it is. Yep, the answer was up, up, and buffet. Uh, an amazing pun um, in a terrible-themed restaurant that probably exists somewhere. I, I can imagine uh, there has to be an airplane-themed restaurant out there like that. Okay, so I got three out of the four words in that correct. So that's worth you know 0.75 points, right? <laughs> sure. You can, you, <laughs> that's you can take your 0.75 points. But we round down, unfortunately. So. Right. It's worth 0.75 dollar reduce. <laughs> We'll figure out the uh, the translation on that later. Um, moving on to question 14. In Much Apu About Nothing, Apu gets a fake ID to become an American citizen to avoid deportation. What baseball team does he claim as his favorite squadron as to avoid suspicion? All right. Everyone is locked in. John, what did you say? The nine Mets are my favorite baseball squadron. Matt? The Mets. Paul? Yeah, it was the Nymets. Danny? The Nymets. Eddie? Ray said the wrong team. I said the Yankees. And Larry? It's the Nymets. <laughs> the answer is the Nymets. And you all said it 100% correctly. Uh, Paul, you're a Mets fan, aren't you? Is that correct? Uh, I am a Lakewood Blue Claws fan. That's about as far as I go with baseball. I'm, I'm not a major league fan. <laughs> Well, there you we, go. I, I like the state. I like the team that's about ten minutes from home with cheap beer. <laughs> that's probably the right answer. Uh, perfect. So we're moving on to the final question of this round. Uh, question fifteen: What town in Scotland is Willie said to be from? Lockton. <laughs> are you are you near there, Eddie? Is this close to where you stay at? Possibly. I'm not going to give that one away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of our famous listeners, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, loves the New York Mets, right, Matt? <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I'm just saying he listens to the show because that maybe at one point it will happen. So mm-hmm. there you go. Modern day Seinfeld is one of my favorite Twitter follows. If if you guys aren't following, it's it's pretty outstanding. It's great. Uh, it, it's pretty fantastic. Yeah, there's one that came out the other day that was about Jerry dating uh, a girl who wants to defund the police. And it was like, she's a defunder. She wants to defund the police. Oh, but my favorite Reese, my favorite recent one was someone who Jerry was dating that refused to wear a mask. <laughs> so that was good. All right. Final question, Matt. Let's see. What All we right. Got everyone is locked in. John, what did you say? Uh, I'm not sure. Not confident at all. But I said Inverness. Okay. Matt. I don't even think this is a city in Scotland, but it's the only word that would come to my mind. And I said Aberdeen. Okay. Paul? I don't know why this is twigging to me, but I am saying Kirkwall. All right. Danny? Yeah, like Matt, uh, I went with Aberdeen. Not sure if it's right, but I know he he yells it at one point. All right. Eddie? Well, Aberdeen is a city because it's where I was born. Uh, (laughs) And Kirkwall is also a real place. That's up in Orkney. Um, But this one is not a real place. It is, and it's nowhere therefore where I live. It is North Kilt Town. All right. And Larry? Uh, I think that's right. I wrote New Scotstown. (laughs) Very close, Larry. It was North Kilt Town. Great job, Addy. Uh, you know, I expected you to get that with the big Scottish flag over your shoulders. Uh, I feel like you had it's an advantage on that one. 
Yeah, it's one of the very few today I have actually got. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll wrap up our game today. Uh, Neil, let's get those scores. Uh, so what I love about today's game is it was not only close, uh, and it could have come down to a tiebreaker for, I believe, second place if uh, a couple of the answers were different. Uh, but today's answers are actually, uh, or excuse me, today's uh, standings are in sequential order, which I don't think I've ever seen happen before. So in sixth place uh, with six points is Addy. Uh, fifth place with seven points, Larry. Fourth place, Matt with eight. Third place, Danny with nine. And moving on to the final round, in second place, John with 10. And in first place, Paul with 11. So six, wow. seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. <laughs> well done. All right. Thank you. Great game, everyone. Yeah, it was it was really close. Uh, a lot of those questions were, were some pretty deep polls. Um, so let's let's just uh, get some last words from some of our contestants. Addy, uh, how'd you you know? Tough luck today, but uh, how'd you feel about the game overall? It was it was a lot of fun. I'm I'm embarrassed about how uh, how badly how badly I played, uh, but well done to everyone else, and good luck in the finals for those progressing. All right, and Larry. Oh, it was great. Uh, a lot of fun. I thought I was only going to get like three right, so that that worked out for me. A little yeah. upset that you didn't ask about Fritz Schnackenpfefferhausen because I know how to spell it, but that's all right. All right. You know, I expected a little better than you, Larry. Uh, you know, we watched three times a day pretty much yeah. for seven years straight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could have been better, but uh, it's all right. It was a lot of fun anyway. Well, thank you for being on. Uh, Danny, any last words? I'm just, just glad I didn't embarrass myself. I think I put on a perfectly prominent performance, so <laughs> I'll take it. There you go. Uh, Matt. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, you know, I feel like I've wasted a large portion of my childhood watching this show repeatedly to get this many right, but just proves that Homer was right. The trying is the first step towards <laughs> failure, so... <laughs> All right. Thank you, Matt. So, John and Paul, moving on to the finals. How do you feel going forward to the finals, Paul? Uh, I think John and I both have a real noble spirit here. <laughs> it has somewhat embiggened you, I would say. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, John, how do you feel going to the finals? Uh, super nervous. Uh, Paul Paul makes me worried about who won in the first round and how you know how I'm going to stack up against everyone. But I'm I'm excited and I had a lot of fun playing. So well, I will say that Danny had a perfect 15 for 15. So it's it, it might be it might be a little tough in the finals, but we'll see. Uh, so Paul and John are moving on to face Joe and Danny in the finals. That will be coming out to you guys next week right here in the Triviality feed. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining me today. Thank you, Neil, for keeping score. Any final words on this game today, Neil? Uh, no, just want to say thank you to all of our competitors uh, for taking the time out to join us today. Uh, thank you for your Patreon support and everyone else who supports us on Patreon. We appreciate it. It's the uh, lifeblood of the show, helps us do these bonus episodes. Uh, and then just everyone for listening, whether you're a Simpsons fan or not, we hope you enjoyed today's episode and uh, we appreciate you uh, supporting our show. Yep. So thank you to everyone. My name was Matt and that was Triviality. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. 
Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.